On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Exactly as planned. Greetings, everybody. It's the CBC Wisdom Hour, number 53, for March uh, 19th, <laughs> 2019. I'm Steve Witchell in New Orleans. Hey, it's Tony B. coming to you live from New Jersey. What's up, dude? What's happening, Steve? Oh, well, last week we did a, a podcast. We had some special guests, and we had some technical issues, so it didn't record properly. Um, so we're going to have them back on. Uh, soon and but today we have a new special guest from shake rattle and roll pianos mr mark weiser What's hi up? guys what's up mark thanks for being on the show how are you doing today dude i'm doing good thank you so much steve it's a thrill for us to be here with the cbc audience we've been big fans and followers of you guys for a really long time we're huge admirers of what you guys are doing to bring the music community closer together thank you man i appreciate that a lot it's it's amazing awesome. how many people we reach here being a worldwide page and worldwide group and all that um and, it's fantastic it yes. really is it's it's quite the accomplishment thank you i appreciate that quite a bit um so I'm going to look at here. I'm going to bring up your page here uh, on Facebook. You have quite, quite a bit of accomplishments too, Mark. You know, we get around. We, we try. <laughs> um, we, we're, we're, we have some similar goals to what CBC is, more exclusive to the piano community. Um, but that's why when we first were made aware of what the guys at CBC were doing, um, we became immediate followers because it's really in line with our mission, too, of creating a larger tent for performers and musicians and creating not just safe work environments, but also networking opportunities and, of course, our annual Piano Summit event, which we'll get to shortly. Yes, we will get to that. But I want to start here with Shake, Rattle, and Roll Pianos, which I love this yes. name, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. We're, we're pretty proud of it ourselves. Yeah. How did that all start and, and how many people are involved in, in the, the running of that? Well, thing? Um, I've been a piano bar and a dueling piano player here in New York City for about two decades. And about 10 years ago, I made the decision that I really never wanted to work for anyone else. And I wanted to captain my own ship and sort of, you know, be in control of my own future. So I started Shake, Rattle, and Roll in 2010 and very quickly realized, even though dueling pianos is late in coming to the Northeast, and I should probably back up a step and tell your listeners what dueling pianos is, for those people who don't know. Yes, please um, do Dueling that. pianos yes. is basically an all-request, sing-along, dance-along, laugh-along, drink-along, three-hour-long, non-stop show where two piano players ping pong audience requests all night and it's anything goes people write down their favorite songs they wrap it with a little love they bring it up to the stage and it could be billy joel or bon jovi it could be acdc or snoop dogg it could be taylor swift or frank sinatra anything goes 
And it's a three-hour show that's never the same twice. And this started in New Orleans about 100 years ago in the jazz age. And then it was revived in the 80s uh, in Texas at a, at a club called Alley Cats as a rock and roll show. And then it quickly spread across the South, across the Midwest. Uh, in the 90s, every casino in Vegas started opening their own dueling piano shows. And then slowly up here in the Northeast, about 10 years ago, it started making its way. So we started looking for venues where we could book shows for dueling piano players since there weren't any full-time dueling piano bars the way there are down south and in Texas and, and, and in other parts of the country. And we very quickly realized that it was more demand, it was more work than I could do myself. So I started bringing in the other guys from the network that I knew who lived in the Northeast who were also great piano players and singers and were funny and entertaining and knew a lot of songs. And within a year, we had 20 guys on the roster and we were doing 15 bars a year. And now in 2018, the year that just finished, uh, we will have had over 100 people on our payroll for 2018 from coast to coast, including Canada. And we will have done over 500 shows in 2018 for almost 60 different bars, restaurants, hotels, and casinos. That is really impressive, Mark. And um, I, I love I, you. Know, you mentioned about down south and in New Orleans. Here, there's one at. Have you ever been here, by the way? Oh yes, okay. I have played down there many times. Okay, yeah. There's there's a couple on Bourbon Street. There's one at uh, Pat O'Brien's. Is one of the. Well, eight. that's the first one. Pat O'Brien's was the original one a hundred years ago. That's yeah. where it all started. Yeah, and it's still going on. It's one of the famous oh, clubs yeah. here on Bourbon Street. And if anybody ever comes to New Orleans, it, that is a must see. Go to Pat O'Brien's and go in. It's a little hideaway. You can't you can't tell, yeah. you can't tell from the street that that's going on. But once you get into Pat O'Brien's, you find that room, and it's this huge room, two grand pianos on stage, and that's it. It's a dueling piano show. People come in there, get seats, buy their drinks, and and that is what is happening in that room. And it's really a magic experience if you've never done it. If people out there have never never done it, it's great. And I can't imagine being a player up there how fun and exciting that must be it, it well it's good for people like me who have you know the add side where you don't want to do the same thing over and over again and you don't want to work in an office it's a great job in that you never know what's going to come your way i mean you have to train up for it the guys who do this really really well and there's a community of about 600 coast to coast that do this full time you know you need to know every song you got to know thousands of songs from every genre we play rock and pop and hip hop and country and R&B yeah. and hair bands and punk and show tunes and disco it, it, everything. Yeah. And not just piano songs. Cause no, no, not yeah. just piano songs. We yeah. could play ACDC one minute and you know, Britney Spears the next you've got to, you've got to be able to, to cover whatever gets thrown your way, but you also have to be funny. You know, you have to yes. work with what's happening in front of you in the room. You're entertaining it could be 200 people in your audience and you're taking them on this ride with you for three straight hours. Yeah. So it's, it's not for the faint of heart. It, it takes a lot of training, but the good news is for the people who are out there listening, who are uh, aspiring piano players or working piano players looking for another Avenue, there are jobs out there, um, especially here in the Northeast where dueling pianos is growing. Um, there, there are job opportunities here. Right so on. if you yeah. are a piano player who is also a singer who also knows or wants to learn 
hundreds if not thousands of songs and if you think you're pretty funny or if your mom has ever told you you're funny <laughs> contact us at shake rattle and roll pianos and we audition new people every month and how do you do how do you uh, i'm sorry tony one real quick how do you do placement once you get people well um very much like the middle ages there's an apprenticeship process there's a training period um, which is sort of what Dueling Pianos has been doing for the last 30 or 40 years, where younger players will go out to the clubs and the bars and watch and take notes and get trained by senior players. And they'll slowly get stage time, one or two song, three song sets over time to build up into an hour. And then they'll work on a slower night across from a senior partner, all sort of to get their sea legs to where they are a full-fledged partner and can really handle their own element in the show because a dueling piano show if you've ever seen it it's not just playing songs it's also doing what are called call downs which are like basically roasts for people in the audience if there's a birthday girl if there's a bachelorette if there's a couple celebrating an anniversary you make this a really special night for them you can bring them to the stage for a spotlight dance or for some gentle ribbing or some x-rated comedy if it's a bachelorette hey and so there's material that you learn or some of us even write our own and it's like satires and spoofs and roasts and toasts and all that sort of stuff that make the show not just musical but also funny and entertaining so you have to learn that side of the job too right. when people ask me the best description of a dueling piano show i always tell them it's part concert part cabaret part comedy it's really all three of those things. Right. You know, the audience is as important to a dueling piano show as the performers are. Right. It's not a concert, really. It's a party where right. the audience is the star. Right. Yeah, Tony. I'm sorry I cut you off. No, my my question was it was a while ago when you mentioned about the thousands of songs you guys got to know. Do you ever sight read or have any cheat sheets? Oh, or yeah. Wi-Fi <laughs> wi is our best friend. There's <laughs> You know, as many songs as you ever know, at least once, twice a night, someone's going to ask for something you don't, or at least that you've never played. So you've got to pull up, you know, a, a, a chord chart if you have some familiarity with it, and you can fake your way through it. But the good news is you have a partner on stage with you, and if you don't know it, he or she might. And if neither of you know it, you can fake it till you make it, or you can sort of try and negotiate with the customer to see, well, I don't know this song by that guy, but maybe I can do this song for you. Or maybe this artist from the same genre or from the same time period. And you sort of work within circles until you find something that makes them happy. You can't know every song, but we try. There you go. Um, do, so does it work with you? Just I think you said Wrapped in Love. Um, like oh, at, yes. at Pato's, um, basically all song requests come with a monetary tip. Uh, oh yes, and uh, that is the difference. Uh, yep, that is the difference between what we call a suggestion and what we call a request. Right. Yeah. Suggestions that... come up with white paper. Requests come up with green paper. Right. That's that's what uh, I've witnessed. Like people just write the song on a napkin, put a five dollar bill with it, lay it on the piano, and and then the and that's it. That's yeah. all it takes. Yeah. And the players play sometimes in size order. Sometimes you know they'll mix and match and whatever the show needs at a given time. That's what they'll be playing. Um, you know, the, the idea is you keep the party moving, and it's whatever songs the show needs at a given time, and you choose. If you've got 200 people in the room, and every one of them has a favorite song they want to hear, you can imagine there could be 25 songs on your piano at any given moment. 
Right, right. That's crazy, man. But I'm sure yeah. the people who do it are making some pretty good cash, yeah? Well, the, if you do it right, if you're at the top of your game and if you're in a great venue with a great crowd, then yes. The sky's the limit to what you can make. Um, you know, in the right venue at the right night, dueling piano players who are really good at this can make a really good living as a working musician and not have to do really anything else. Right. And I've been fortunate enough to be able to do that for the last 15 years. Wow, good for you. So you're still doing yeah, it. Great. Yeah, you know, it's always a work in progress. But, uh, you know, I, and, I, and I read a lot of the posts on the CBC page where, you know, again, there are people in various stages of their careers. There are people who are working pros. There are people who are students. There are people who are, you know, weekend warriors that, you know, have a day job and this is their weekend release. There are guys who are just, in fun garage bands with their friends and it's all great um for those people who are looking for this to be a career you know who want to focus and treat it seriously because at the end of the day you really do um it's a career path like any other and you got to train for it um for piano players who are serious and take the time to develop their craft and who love you know the more modern kind of music and by modern i would say from 50s to today this right. is a great career option. Um, and again, if you're looking to find us, we're at shakerattlerollpianos.com. You can always drop me a line. Right on. And, and of course, Mark is on, uh, on the cover band central or in the cover band central group. So uh, I am. You know, he posts sometimes. So you can always talk to him there. Um, but yeah, you're right, dude. I mean, that was the thing. When I started cover band central, I knew that because I'm such a fan of music. And I go out all the time, and not only to play, but I go out to see other bands or other just live music performances. And, um, you know, I, I was aware, just, I just knew it without having proof that, yeah, there's these musicians from all over the world that are at all different levels of experience, all different ages, age groups, um, uh, uh, backgrounds, you know, uh, genres, everything. Just like I, I knew that there was that, that community out there that didn't have a home, so I created that home. And it's so great that I've attracted people like you who, who have been doing this for such a long time and, um, you know, get so much uh, fun and, and joy and out of it and, and really give opportunity to these musicians that are up and coming. I love it, man. I really, I really applaud you for that. Well, yeah, you know, it's, it's a similar sentiment. What you just described is a similar idea to what launched uh, our annual event that we host here in New York, which is the Piano Summit that I mentioned briefly earlier. Right. You know, definitely get into about that. Yeah. Four years ago, um, you know, if you ever get any more than two or three musicians together in a bar, sooner or later, after a few drinks are had, someone will say something like, you know, wouldn't it be great if we could just get everybody together? You know, just all in one place where we're not working, where we can just, you know, hang out and learn and network and do the things that every other industry in the world gets to do, whether you're a lawyer, a doctor, a stewardess, an accountant, a stockbroker. They all have these annual conventions and conferences, and it really doesn't exist for the working and aspiring musicians. Right. So about four years ago, um, two partners of mine, uh, one who is Andre Gill, who uh, was Alicia Keys' music director, and he's now in the studio with the Black Eyed Peas working on their record, uh, and Leslie Dweck, who was one of the head A&R reps for Atlantic Records for many, many years. She helped develop Sarah McLaughlin. She helped develop 
Jason Mraz. She's discovered a lot of great talent. The three of us got together and we decided that since no one else was really doing it right, we were going to do it for piano players. We were going to create an event that was qualitative, that was substantial, that was fun, where everyone could come to New York for three days once a year and learn and grow and network and audition and socialize and feel like they're really part of a community that's larger than your own bedroom or your own your own Wi-Fi hookup. So we are now gearing up for our third annual Piano Summit. It'll be here in New York City um, in about two weeks, uh, April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, 2019, here in Midtown Manhattan. Um, this year, we've got some phenomenal speakers. We've got Jonathan Kane from Journey. He's coming saying, in to do a master class with us. We were talking about got that. Ross Irwin, who was the keyboard player in yeah. Aerosmith and with Brian Adams and with Sting. And he's out on the road right now doing rhythm guitar for Joe Bonamassa. Um, we've got Jason Robert Brown for the theater people out there. He's a multi-Tony award-winning composer, arranger, music director. He wrote Parade. He wrote The Last Five Years. He wrote Bridges of Madison County. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal talent. That's We've awesome. got Steve Stiles, who is Demi Lovato's music director. We've got uh, a bunch of great Broadway players. We've got the head of the piano department from Berkeley School of Music in Boston, right. and some of his colleagues are coming in. So we've got all these great master classes. We've got, I almost forgot, we've got Dave Rosenthal, who is Billy Joel's music director, right who will be back with us for our third year in a row this year doing a talk on uh, keyboard programming right. and how Billy gets his piano sounds and giving you all the inside tricks and hacks to get the best piano and keyboard sounds. For your live stage performance all right, from Mark. the guy who gets Billy Joel his piano sounds. All right, Mark. Um, Mark. So we're Mark. doing Mark. all these great educational <laughs> programs. We're doing an audition event for uh, aspiring performers who can do a 10-minute American Idol-style audition for a panel full of club owners, agents, bookers, cruise line representatives, Piano bar reps, dueling piano reps. We've got someone from the Steve Byer agency, which books every casino in Vegas. Uh, someone from the Pat George agency, which books most of the hotel venues in the Caribbean. Two of the major cruise lines will be represented. And last, the last two years, fully a third of our auditioners came away with job offers, which is a statistic that is unmatched in the industry, which right. we're very proud of. Wow, dude. So that's a whole lot of stuff. I was trying to get in there to, to slow you down a little bit because that's, <laughs> that's a lot. I told you I'm a New Yorker. I can talk forever. Yeah, but, but let's let's back up a little bit because so, this is a lot of information for people to, to, di to digest. So I want to make sure that it's all getting through clearly here. So we're starting with the, these guests. Um, Jonathan Kane from Journey um, and Bad English. And, um, and the babies. The babies, too. But, I mean, obviously most people know him from Journey. Um, how, oh yes. How much when people come to this um, this summit and they see Jonathan Kane, is he going to give sort of like a a presentation of of his stuff and then have a yeah? Well, no, no. It, it all of the people I've mentioned, those are all people who are doing master classes. Okay. So those are going to be about seventy five to ninety minutes with them. It and it's not them telling war stories of here's what we did on the road and here's how I became a star. 
I mean, you can do that at a fan convention. You can do that, you know, by joining their websites. This is them giving you inside tricks and tips, um, teachable information, how they do what they do from a performance perspective. Right. Um, techniques, stagecraft, theory, how they learn songs, um, how they write, how they arrange. We're doing a panel, as another example, with Steve Stiles, who I mentioned, from De who's Demi Lovato's music director, and Andre, who's with the Black Eyed Peas, and Kenny Seymour, who is currently the arranger for Ain't Too Proud, the brand new Temptations musical on Broadway. And the three of them are doing a panel on how you take hit songs throughout the decades and boil them down to a piano or to a band and how you can write your own arrangements to take great cover songs and make them work for your context. Okay. I mean, that's every one of your listeners can use that information. Sure. So, so yeah. So when, when these guys are doing these master classes, are there is there interaction too? Is there Q and A? Oh yes. Okay. Yes, there's Q and A with every every session. Okay. Um, do you guys record this stuff at all? Or is it all We haven't the first two years only because of contractual obligations with our speakers. Okay. Everyone who's donated generously donated their time and talent to the summit. We're just a, you know, we're, we're growing, but we're small. We're a grassroots outfit. Right. You know, not like ASCAP or the old new music seminar from the 90s, which had thousands and thousands of people. We get between 50 and 100 people. So it's intimate. You get real, legitimate, valuable interactions with our speakers. But to facilitate all that, a lot of these people are donating their time wow. uh, and really generously making of themselves to teach what they know to the next generation. Right on. Yeah. I'll... So part of that, part of that is, you know, to honor those donations and protect them and not make them widely dispersed to the public. So the downside is, if you want to hear what they have to say, you've got to be here. Right. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I was like, that's why I asked if you were filming it because, uh, because this way people know that the only way that this experience is going to be available to you is to attend this summit. You, you, can't find, oh, yes. you can't find it on YouTube. You're not nope. going to be able to have the interaction with uh, people like this live in any other situation. No, so, not at all. And it spans the genres. Last year, we had Chick Corea come in and do a private master class for us. He's the legendary 17 or I think 19-time Grammy winner. We had Jordan Rudis from Dream Theater with us last year. So it's... It's a great mix. Excuse me. <laughs> um, I saw that the pictures, Mark. I saw um, the picture of Chick Corea. As I said to Steve, I'm like, wow. Oh, cool. yes. Oh, yes. We were um, thrilled uh, that he could make himself available to us. Now, along with the, I uh, know, let's, yeah, let's go through these things one by one here because there's so much here. Um, but, um, you know, having these master classes, and then um, there's uh, are there like actual performances by these uh, like any sort of bands? Does that? Um, well, we we have jam sessions. Okay, there you uh, go. Every night there's um, a jam session of a different kind. Um, and we've got, for example, the kickoff night Sunday night is a is a Times Square jam session with a band called Imperial Cities. Mm -hmm 
who's made up not only of great dueling piano players from here in New York, but some of the best musicians in Times Square. That's sort of our icebreaker event where you can jam with a full band. On Monday night, every year, we go see Richie Kanata and his all-star band in Greenwich Village. Richie, those of you who don't recognize the name, was Billy Joel's saxophone player. You can hear him on New York State of Mind, on the record for scenes from Italian restaurant. That sax sound, that iconic sound, that's Richie Kanata. And every member of his band is another great lineup player from other great bands. And so our summiteers get to go down and jam with these legendary players. And you can play your favorite Billy Joel song with the guy who cut the record. There you go. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. 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 So Tuesday night, we're doing our dueling pianos jam session where you can play with the best dueling piano players from around the country, around the world, um, and mix and match and trade off songs and really network and have a beer and sit and chat and tell war stories and do all that sort of stuff. So every night, um, there's those opportunities. The last night of the summit, we're taking everyone to the famous Apollo Theater for the uh, Showtime at the Apollo, which is the most famous open mic show in America. It's where James Brown was discovered, Ella Fitzgerald. It's where dozens of major R&B, soul music, hip-hop stars first cut their teeth. We're taking everybody there for a backstage private experience with the Apollo house band. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So, so I mean... I mean, you know, again, the, this is the kind of program that just doesn't exist anywhere else. You know, anyone can get together in a bar and drink and jam, and there's value to all of that, but this kind of substantial learning experience, it just it didn't exist, which is why we wanted to do it. Right. Um, and even for somebody like me, like I'm a bass player, but I enjoy, like I know how to play piano, pretty decent i could never do one of those shows like that that like you guys do but um but i you know i know my way around the piano um but even for somebody like me who's more of a bass player this would still be like a fantastic experience it sounds like you know it our our goal our dream looking down the road five years or so is to expand this piano summit idea and build a larger sort of cover band central style idea of multidisciplinary events for every instrument in the band so that drummers can come, guitarists can come, bass players can come and work on their craft in individual sessions and then come together for larger panels. We've hosted panels of, with A&R reps, with publishers, with attorneys who talk about contracts, with financial planners who talk about saving for your retirement as a freelance performer, um, with, vo- with vocal coaches and doctors who can talk about vocal health, posture, uh, ten, uh, tinnitus, um, carpal tunnel. It's more than just playing your instrument, as important as that is, but we want to build the best well-rounded performer. So hopefully in five years, you're going to see a cover band program where every member of the band can come to New York for three days, get their own breakout sessions, but then come together, jam, learn, network, and really create a community like what Cover Band Central is, but in person once a year right. here in New York. That's awesome. Everyone getting together. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. I'm definitely going to be doing things like that as Cover Band Central grows, too. I'm going to be having a, some live events for, for this similar purpose, but I love that you're doing this. 
Um, what's what's the venue that actually you're holding it in in New York? It's in Manhattan, right? It's in Manhattan. It's in Times Square. Our daytime programming is at a place called the Actors Temple Theater on West 47th Street. If you want information about the summit, you can visit us at www. Pianosummit2019.com. That's the numbers, 2019.com. Pianosummit2019.com. You can register there. We also have discount hotel rooms that are special just for our members in Times Square. We have the itineraries are posted. All of our great sponsors are listed there. Um, Guitar Center is one of our annual sponsors. Vocal Ease, the Great Health Growth Spray is one of our sponsors. On stage, Mike Stands is one of our sponsors. Um, all that information is on our website. You can see who's appearing and uh, find out how to join us for the, the upcoming event, which is still two weeks away, and we still have a few spots left. Right, and we are sponsors as well, Cover Band Central. Although, and Cover Band Central is a sponsor, that is right. They're one of our big media sponsors this year. Although I don't see the logo here on the website. <laughs> um, that could be because we actually lost some of our data a few days ago, okay. and we had, to put, we had to put the 2018 template back on. But since you just reminded me, it will be back up there when your listeners hear this podcast. Excellent. Um, and there's like so with this whole package uh, which is really uh, for what you're getting for this you know it's a steal man like it really is that was that was important to us we wanted to make it affordable working musicians you know none of us are rich yet knock on wood so we want it we want the people who need this to be able to attend right um and what's great about it though too mark is that you have um the ability, like even as a non-piano player, to go, you know, and attend a masterclass by, say, Jonathan Cain on how oh, he yes. approached oh, yes. writing, yes. writing yes. hit songs. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. And his system and things of that nature, which is in- of interest to, you know, all musicians. Oh yes, we have people attend every year who are just fans of specific artists, but also, believe it or not, fans of the piano bar culture. We get people who are just regulars from both the piano bar world here in the Northeast, but also from the cruise ship community, which is a very large, um, devoted following of those performers. We've had people from that world come every year so that they can meet with their favorite performers and listen and learn and watch all the jam sessions and be in the room. And it's, it's a great experience, whether you are a musician or a music aficionado. Yes. Um, I see, too, here, along with all, all this other stuff that you get to do, and uh, um, you, you're including uh, tickets to Broadway show, is that correct? That is correct. You also, if you attend the summit this year, we did it last year. Uh, we took everyone last year to see Rocktopia's opening night on Broadway, and it was so popular that we're doing it again. Um, this year, if you come to the summit, included in your ticket price is a ticket to either Wicked which just turned 15, or the brand new social media sensation Be More Chill, which is a, just opened on Broadway this week. And you pick one of those two, and you get a ticket included for no additional cost 
in the price of your three-day summit pass. That's awesome. Some, Nobody else does a program like this. Yeah, some, we're pretty proud of it. Some people will pay just that price for oh, for, yes. for just a Broadway show. <laughs> so that is correct. Yeah, so so you're getting a lot of bang for your buck here, and because we're we're uh, promoting this on Cover Band Central because we're one of the proud sponsors. If, yes. if you go if you go sign up. You can. There's a box for promotional code. You put the That's words. That's correct. You put the word. That's right. This is our biggest secret of all. No. For all the people who've been with us for the last half hour on this podcast, here's your big payoff. Yes. For the cover band followers, if you want to join us, we are doing a special discount just for CBC listeners. If you use the promo code Cover Band, you will get fifty dollars off your Summit Pass. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. That's right. And there that is go. just the cbc community so guys shh, don't tell other people it's just for you yes cover band those two words put that in the promotional code box you get 50 bucks off and you have that time right. it's, it's april 1st to april 3rd uh in april new york, 1st april 3rd new york city coming up. is is there uh like hotel deals with this that there you is yes okay. we have a hotel sponsor that's the yotel y-o-t-e-l also in times square and they are doing discount hotel rooms for Summit attendees, there is a link on the Piano Summit website that'll take you right to the Yotel booking page with your discount code already entered, where you can get hotel rooms in Times Square for $169 a night. That is unheard of anywhere wow. else. That's really cheap, man. <laughs> yes. In Times yes. Square. In Times Square. That is correct. Wow. Very cool. You guys really oh, put yes. something special together, man. This is this is awesome. Um, well, we're very, very proud. Our team has been working all year round on this, and our volunteer staff has been working round the clock to you know, dot the I's, cross the T's, and get everything ready for here in New York in two weeks, where we look forward to seeing everybody with us on April 1st for what is going to be our biggest and best event yet. Right. You got this guy. I don't know if you mentioned him here, but I think you did, but Henri Gill played with Elisa yes. Keys, Black Eyed Henri. Keys. Uh, yes. right. Okay, Br Bruno Mars, Prince, Bowie, I mean, oh, what? Yeah, his his resume is ridiculous. And the worst part of it all is he's the nicest, most humble person you will ever meet. It's it's astounding. You would think for a guy whose resume is Prince, David Bowie, Jay-Z, Bruno Mars, CeeLo Green, Alicia Keys, the Black Eyed Peas, and he was also the music director for the Apollo Theater, you'd think he'd be... You know, anything but the nicest, sweetest, most down-to-earth guy, and that's exactly what he is. He is the warmest, friendliest. He sits with all the summiteers, takes their questions, works with them all throughout the three days. He's phenomenal. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, I mean, because a lot of us, and myself included, during the course of my career, have seen guys like that up on stage and been like, man, I wish I could talk to him and find out what he did to get to that spot in his career. Oh, like, yes. What were the steps he took? And this is an opportunity for you guys out there to ha that have that dream. When you go out and you see your bands perform, that you really admire the players on stage. Because a lot of times we'll go see um, you know, headline performers, and we know the headliner, but then you see the backing band, you don't know anybody that's, you don't know them by name or by face or anything, but you see that they're killing it on stage. And you're like, yep. man, how did they get there? What did they do? I wish I could talk to that guy. So this is an opportunity for people out there to go and have that experience with players like that who are just at the upper echelon of the, the pro professional career 
touring career. And it's all really, and it's all really, you know, I I mean, I think there's so much that fits under the umbrella of cover bands and cover band central. To me, it's really, it's really all musicians because every musician has played a cover at one point or another. You know, people pick up a guitar to learn songs, not to learn scales. That's right. You know, remember the Beatles started out as a cover band. Right. So these, these cats will, you know, anybody in this cover band central community can definitely relate to this whole thing and this whole experience and the value that you get for this price. I mean, dude, that this is a lifetime experience for anybody, for any musician. This is a, a time, you know, it's it's a once in a lifetime experience. Um, I mean, just to talk like Russ Irwin here, he played with Aerosmith, Sting, Brian Adams. You know, just yeah. to, just to he, meet him. He's, he's currently <laughs> out on the road with Joe Bonamassa. He is a phenomenal player. Yeah, and um, I mean, you can learn so much from that. Um, let me see who else we got. I was joking when I was, we were talking, Tony and I were talking about this a couple weeks ago and uh, about this upcoming event. I was saying, like, Jonathan Kane, you can ask him about Don't Stop Believing and what, yeah. <laughs> what came up, well, how did it come about? And I'm sure he probably talks about it in Masterclass because how could he not? I'm, you know, you know I, I'm looking forward to that because the number one most requested dueling piano song of all time of course. is not Piano Man. It's Don't Stop Believing. Of course. By I, far. Yeah, I believe it. It's the number one requested song everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm eagerly waiting to see, you know, how he talks about his catalog, not just as a writer, but as a performer. You know, I, I think that's going to be something that a lot of piano players can really get a lot out of, whether you're a writer, whether you're in a cover band, whether you're looking for trips, uh, tricks and techniques and how to work on your stage craft. I mean, this is a guy who's been doing it for 30 years. Right. He has a new album of original music that's coming out, I think, in three days. So, you know, he's still in the hustle. Right. And you could probably find out the right way to do it if you don't know the right way to do it. Like, Tony, I, I saw this video. I don't know if I told you, but I saw this video uh, tutorial from Steve Smith on how to play Don't Stop Believing." on drums yeah. and I and I, I was watching that and I'm like because I never you know I'm a bass player I know what the drummer is doing but I don't really pay attention to the technique and everything that's going on I, I'm impressed by it but I, I never really like hone in on it but I watched that video with Steve Smith explaining how to play don't stop the right way I was like damn man that that is super cool that is I mean obviously right and then I was like Every time after that, I played it with any band. I'm like paying attention to the drummers. Like, is he doing it right? Like now, <laughs> I, and barely any guys are. Believe me, because I, you know, I, I pride myself on playing it the correct way. And sure. nine out of ten, when you see guys play it, it's, it's it it varies in their level of you know uh, authenticity. But it's very seldom you see somebody really play it the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's a thing. Well, that's just one of the many things you can get out of the summit experience yeah that's a thing of value i think that people would get out of this experience because i i've been in that in, in, like i don't know how old are you dude i because I, I, you're probably younger than me you're in your 30s i guess me yeah me i'm gonna be 49 next month okay so you're a little so you're around our age um yeah i did this thing uh back in the early or late 80s early 90s there was a thing called foundations forum it was sponsored by this foundations magazine out of la and it had it was in the height of the metal craze, you know, and they had this big convention, like a three day thing. But it was just really more for fans. It wasn't for musicians. But you had all these guys that were rock stars just walking around the hotel. Like I met Billy Sheehan. I met Janie Lane. Sure. Um, you know, and but 
didn't really have the opportunity in this capacity like you guys have here where you're there for that purpose where you're there to really study this performer and learn everything that they've done in their 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 music career to get where they are how they maintain it um and you know the, the, the i just know the thrill of that experience for me when i was walking amongst those people i i mean it would just be a hundred times more of a thrill to be in that same experience but to be able to really interact with these people so um, right. Yeah. It, you know, we make sure to have time after every session where you can come and talk to these people where, you know, that's what they're there for, whether it's Jonathan Kane or Dave Rosenthal or Andre, um, for the musical theater people that we really haven't talked a lot about. We're bringing in three or four different music directors from, uh, school of rock, from wicked, from a bunch of other different broad, from, uh, a number of the shows that are on the boards now. So for the musical theater students, you know, there's a whole other side of the piano playing world that we also like to touch on. There's, you know, I could spend hours just talking about this event. As you can tell, it's, it's near and dear to me. Right. Well, Mark, how do, you, how do you get all these guys? It's a big thing. Um, you know? My partners are awesome. That's how, um, Leslie, like I said, who has worked in A&R for many years, has lots of great connections on Ray, who has played piano and keys for everyone in the business, um, has a lot of great connections. I'll tell you one little story because um, we've been spending so much time talking about Jonathan Kane. Um, I called jo- I, I called Jonathan Kane's recording studio uh, in I think it was Nashville or Memphis, uh, and this was for the very first piano summit two years ago. And cold called him. He had no idea who I was. Um, I, I emailed him through his office told him what we were trying to do, who we were, and he wrote me back that day and said, this sounds awesome, I'm in. Wow. Yeah, and he was supposed to be with us in 2017, but we had a horrific blizzard up here in the Northeast. I don't know if you'll remember, but two years ago, there was like a foot and a half of snow, half the plains in the country were grounded, so Jonathan couldn't join us, because the journey tour was kicking off in Washington state the next day and the tour manager wouldn't let him risk it. So he promised he would be back. He couldn't join us last year because of tour commitments. And so he is making good and coming to New York this year to be with us for 2019. That is super cool, man. Yeah. And it's, you know, the moral of the story is sometimes you don't need to have a pocket full of, a-list connections like my partners do. Sometimes a, a well-written letter can get you in the door. Right. Sometimes you just... You know, get, sometimes so- you try and, you know, it's it's like the backbone of this business, you know. Uh, people who are looking for record deals. You got, you know, everyone out there who's listening. You all know about the, uh, the rejection letters and how that works, but we're all sort of working towards that one... Yes, rather than the hundred no's. Right. And for Jonathan Kane, you know, we just we reached out to him. We were honest. We told him what we wanted to do. We gave him the full skinny on our event and w- what our mission was. And it connected to him. And he said yes. There you go. And the, yeah. The, and the takeaway from that, too, is sometimes you just need to ask. Don't be afraid to ask. 
You know, that's that's, that's right. That's what that's stops, right. That's what stops people from accomplishing a lot of things in this industry is they're afraid to ask. They're afraid of rejection. They're afraid of no's. Right. They're afraid of obstacles. They're afraid of challenges. Don't be afraid of anything. You that's know, right. Play, you know, people can get in their own way. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Forge ahead with whatever it is you believe in and and try. There's no, you know, the, the worst thing that could happen is you're exactly where you were. And that's, that's right. That's Listen, it. we've had a lot of people tell us no. But it only matters who tells us yes. Right. Um, all right. So I want to read through some of this itinerary because I'm looking at this now here uh, that you have on the website, which is yes. pianosummit2019.com. Anybody wants to check it out. But you start right away Monday morning, April 1st, April Fool's Day, by the way. So yeah. I hope this isn't a big joke, Mark. That people are going to show up, and it's going to be like it's going to be like fire festival showing up with uh, uh, cheese sandwiches and uh, tents. <laughs> it's really a harmonica convention. That's right. It's a triangle convention. But okay, Monday morning we start right off at 10 a.m. Um, uh, taking it to the streets panel. How to make hit records sound great live with a band or even just pianos, and Andre's in that uh, in that panel, um, and then. Wow, like at noon, the first day, backstage visit to the Broadway show Wicked. That's right, with a member of the production staff and with the music director uh, who's going to give us a guided behind-the-scenes tour of the orchestra pit, how the band puts the show together, um, the production history of the show. You get a Q&A for everyone who wants to work on Broadway or in a music pit or in any aspect of the music theater side of things. I mean, this is golden level access. You get to go into the pit with the guy who conducts the show eight times a week. And that's at noon on, that's at on, noon on, on the first day, which most musicians are barely friggin' waking up at that point. That's correct. And, and at this point, you've already had this amazing panel, then you get to go backstage. How are people going to be getting around the city? Is, is it like, you know, it's all within a, It's all within a few blocks of each other. Our whole program takes place in Times Square. Oh, okay. So we're going to be walking from place to place. Our main venue, which is the Actors Temple Theater, is just four blocks from Wicked. Wow. Dude. And it's about... Five blocks from the hotel. Wow. So everything is really compact. Then, okay, 1.45 p.m., Money for Musicians with Geraldine Anello. Uh, yes, from Geraldine Anello. She's been another broad, a great Broadway uh, performer. She's conducted Kinky Boots, which is getting ready to close. She was in the pit of School of Rock and a bunch of other great shows. And she's giving a, the talk that every member of CBC needs to hear, which is how you navigate the freelance world as a musician, how you set yourself up for a career in the most unstable industry in the world, how you create stability, how you can go and set yourself up from job to job to job and build a plan that, you know, it's music business and all of us prepare the music part and very few of us prepare the business part. And Geraldine's going to give a talk on the business part how you can take your art and navigate a living. There you go. There you go. Um, I hope people bring notebooks and just take notes from this. Stuff oh, yes. This is really good stuff. 3.15 p.m., Jazz Piano with Jason Yeager, part of our... Yes, who's part of our Berkeley, Berkeley College, College series. Music series. There you go. Yep, we're doing one event each day with one of the leading faculty members from Berkeley School of Music in Boston. Uh, Jason is doing our jazz program on Monday. Um, 
Vaughn Braithwaite is doing a gospel piano masterclass on Tuesday, and Dave Lamina is doing blues piano on Wednesday. Each of them from the Berkeley School. Very cool. Um, and then I guess people can go eat some dinner, and then yep. seven o'clock opening night party at Sid Gold's yes. request room. So that's probably yeah, up. Sid is that Gold's a- request room is the hot new New York City piano bar. They've been around for about two years. Um, they are one of our venue sponsors for this year. Every night's late night event is going to be at Sid Gold's in Chelsea. And they are hosting our opening night party. Sid Gold's is where a lot of the celebrities who are in town, when they want to go rock out at a piano bar and sing and avoid the paparazzi, they go to Sid Gold's. Bill Murray goes to Sid Gold's to hang out. So you never know who you're going to see grabbing the microphone at Sid Gold's. That's so cool. And so are people, attendees, going to be able to get up and jam that night? Oh, yes. Yeah? Okay. Oh, yes. They're going to be able to get up and sing, get up and play. Absolutely. Oh, right. And I imagine there's drinks there, too. So that'll be There fun. are many, many drinks there. <laughs> Libations <laughs> abound. Yes. And then, if that's not enough, if you're not pooped by that point, 1130, uh, Richie Canada's All-Star Jam at the Bitter End on Bleecker Street. Oh, yes. The legendary music venue deep in the heart of the village, which, uh, I mean, it's a who's who of rock and roll history who's played there. I've From played Billy there. Joel to Bob Dylan <laughs> to Joni Mitchell, uh, they have a 50-year history. In fact, all those names are scrawled into the wall at the bitter end. And like I said before, every Monday night at 1130, Richie Kanata and his all-star band take the stage for an open mic jam with some of the greatest players in the city. And everyone at the summit gets to get up and pick us all. There you go. I've been I've actually played at the Bitter End many times. You'd be surprised oh, yes. to hear. And uh, uh, I've been to the Bitter End when they've had open oh. mic jams like that. And it is a blast, man. That it's such a great room. It's I mean, you you're really uh, in the spotlight too. When you're on that stage like all eyes are on you, man. So you, oh, you yeah. got to get up there and you got to you got to bring it. <laughs> I mean, you know that you talked about Bourbon Street. You know, the bitter end is one of those rooms where you can feel the history when you step on that stage. You know, the ghosts of rock and roll past, they live at the bitter end. Right. Yeah, they do for sure. Um, all right. And that's just day one, guys. There's three, that's there's, just day one. There's three days of this, guys. Um, uh, there's, uh, you know, it's morning tonight, um, these master classes with these, uh, phenomenal artists in the, in the music industry that you can go and learn from, uh, and jam nights, hang with it. I mean, the, the, just the ability to network with people with this alone is worth the ticket price. Just the network ability that you're, the oh, opportunity yes. you're going to have. Oh yes. A third, uh, I'll say it again. Cause it's my favorite statistic. A third of the people who audition at the summit come away on the last day of the summit with job offers in their hand. A third. That's a phenomenal wow. percentage. It's then. insane. But I'm, and I'm not surprised. I, it's the thing I'm proudest of. Yeah, that's great. I, um, I'm not surprised at all based on the location, the, the, the content here. Uh, you know, all these people that are going to be... Uh, dude, I really want to go now. Now now I'm th- hey. talking to you about it. Like, I want to be there for this. Well, then my work is done. <laughs> oh, man. Um, 
let's see. Uh, yeah, so master classes every day. Um, uh, just uh, these get-togethers with people. And you're in, I, I mean, if you're not from New York City, if you've never been to Manhattan, definitely, you. that's a place you have to go. If you're a musician and you haven't experienced New York City, you, uh, you must go. And this is a really, really good reason to do it. Um, and it's not going to break the bank either. And uh, nope. three days of just this phenomenal, like I, I would be reeling from this for years, you know, like and talking about it, like the experience I can already tell it's just going to be, um, it's just going to be phenomenal. I can't wait to hear, I can't wait to talk to you afterwards and find out. No, well, yeah, we're, I, I look forward to coming back and giving you the wrap up and then who knows, we'll be ready to announce the 2020 summit soon thereafter. Right. Um, awesome. Uh, so, uh, you talk about like, uh, just real quick, because we're we're definitely getting close to wrapping up here. But some of the other places, uh, the venues around uh, the world that you guys you do shake, rattle, and roll, and how other people can get involved with that that don't have a chance to come to the summit but still want to be a part sure, of this whole thing. Sure, sure. Well, we even though we're based in the Northeast and the majority of the work we do is in the Northeast, we do book events um, across the country and uh, in Canada. But there is a network of dueling pianos venues and bookers that cover the United States. So even if you're not in a market that Shake, Rattle, and Roll works in primarily, and the dueling pianos world is something that interests you, there are companies and venues that will likely have something near where you are. So if you don't know how to find that, reach out to us. We're on Facebook. We're uh, our website, which is shakerattlerollpianos.com. Um, you know, we're if, if we can't help you, we can point you in the direction of who can. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. that's exactly what you need. Um, and that's that's fantastic because it's not. Uh, are you guys outside of uh, North America or or just we uh, we do yeah. events in Canada. Okay. Uh, we've done some events in the Caribbean and uh, we've done a few weddings in Mexico. We keep getting approached to do events in Britain, although those haven't reached the final stages yet. Um, I, I will tell you that the people who attend the summit uh, come from all over the world. We have people from Europe, from South America, um, from so far, I believe it's eight or nine different countries, 22 different states. There you go. Because I think that would really work well. I mean, I don't know if a dueling piano thing as is something is a thing overseas, like in Great Britain, or it isn't. Or, or it, it, it isn't for a lot of reasons. Again, primarily, I think because the tipping culture isn't really the same outside the United States. Whether you're a bartender or a waiter or a musician, um, it's a different world. Their their pay structure and their view on economics is different. So the dueling pianos scene hasn't really taken hold in Britain, although it is in Canada now. Right. And, you know, another place, Mark, I think would be good is Australia. Australia is really into, like, I got a lot of people on Cover Band Central from Australia. So I, I think that might be a place you want to tap into and check out. Cause, uh, well, I'm always ready. All I need is a piano and a stool. We're ready to go. There you go. You could be global. That's right. That's the that's the whole the whole goal is to spread this uh, out. It's and it's all about really bottom line is love for music, love for being a musician, love for each other. 
um, I, I'm really happy that you've you have you've offered something like this for people because this is what we need. You know, this is uh, it's more about the togetherness and the learning from each other about creation and not competition. And um, you know, it's what a fantastic. Uh, thing that you've put together and I'm really uh, really psyched to have had you here on the show Mark. Thanks you know like I said at the outset we're huge fans um, we're really thrilled that you guys were able to get us on and help us spread the word you know this has been our passion project for three years um, we we pour every dollar that comes in on the passes back into the programming which is why it's as good as it is um, which is why we get the best access, the best speakers, the best venues, the best events. It's something we really believe in that our industry can really use. Um, so thanks for having us. Thanks for helping us get the word out to the community. And for everybody listening, we look forward to seeing you at a show yes. or at the summit. And where can people see you play? Do you just go out and jam at all? Um, well, I am. Uh, uh, we have our... Times Square show that we do every Saturday night in New York City uh -huh. for the last nine years. I'm at that show every Saturday night. And I also do a lot of events throughout the Northeast in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. We have a full calendar on the Shake, Rattle, and Roll site of all the, the public events that we do every month. And that's right on our website, shakerattlerollpianos.com. Do you have any sort of affiliation uh, with New Orleans at all? Um. We do some private events down there, and you know the dueling pianos community. We're all brothers in arms and sisters in arms. Right. So all the players at Pat O'Brien's, at Tickler's, at Spirits on Bourbon. Spirits. We yeah. all know each other. We all, you know, the same way that CBC has a Facebook group. Dueling piano players have our own group. Right. Uh, so we all know each other. We all work together. We all refer people to each other, and you never know at a dueling show who's going to be sitting across from you. Right. So it could be one of your New Orleans brothers. It could be, you know, if you're a touring player and you go out to Texas or California or Chicago, it's always something different. That's cool. Yeah, there's a couple of guys who are friends of mine here who play in the dueling pianos thing. So I, I have to uh, next time I talk to them, I have to make sure that they're part of your network if they're not. Um, because, uh, you know, yeah, like you said, it's a big thing here. Spirits on Bourbon, too. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, too, because that's a place on Bourbon Street where you can go see another dueling piano show, and it's a really cool, really cool place. Um, uh, great food. I always, like, that's a place. Oh, I, yes. That's a place I go when I'm done with work and I want a, a really good hamburger. I go to Spirits, <laughs> <laughs> and they, they, yeah, it's a real good, and then I'll sit there and wait for my food and watch uh, dueling pianos for 15 minutes. Um, and that's uh, that's another place in New Orleans you can check that out. If you haven't seen like a dueling pianos thing and you're in a different part of the world, and and you're just you don't know what we're talking about, make a point to go out and see a dueling piano show because it is a really once in a lifetime experience. It's it's like you said at the outset, it's about being a good player, it's about knowing a lot of songs, and it's about being good with people and entertaining and and being funny. And it's 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 like going to see a music show and a comedy show. And you know whatever else you said, but it's it's yeah. all it's all it's, that it's, in it's, one. It's really like nothing else that's out there, which is why those of us who are privileged enough to do it love it as much as we do. Yeah. But even you know, the the the, the truth of it is, the audience has the most fun. Right. Yeah. It's it's very audience participation centered centered. So um, that's something I highly recommend. All right, Mark. Well, thank you for being on this show. 
people Thank out you there, guys for having me. People out there in the audience, if you want to attend the summit, go to Piano Summit 2019. That's Piano Summit 2019.com. You get all the information there. Put in the promotional code COVERBAN. You get $50 off. You get all this great stuff, all this great experience. Um, and you can visit. If you can't do that, at least check out Shake, Rattle, and Roll's Shake, Rattle, and Roll Pianos. They're on Facebook. It's ShakeRattleRollPianos.com. Uh, you can check out all their stuff there and become part of this community. Um, it's really, really cool, man. It's, and it's, what, it, it's basically what we do at Carvent Central is promoting the love and, and passion for music and the education and the fun and all that. So thank you again, dude. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. You got it. Stay on the line, Mark. But we'll see you next week. CBC Wisdom Hour, CurveVanCentral.com, uh, Facebook.com slash CurveVanCentral. You know where to find us. Come on. achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who kill their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.